She looked at her surroundings, confused. Her body trembled as if she were cold, but her skin burned. Her breath felt as if it left her face only to rebound on something. The darkness around her should have comforted her. She had always felt safer in the dark. It was easier to hide in. Instead, she felt lost in space. Something was moving her. She put an aching hand out to determine how far the wall was from her. But her hand was stopped within inches. The wall was a carpet of sorts. She felt a rumbling beneath her and looked up. She was in the trunk of a moving car. As with most people who do not enjoy small places, the diminutive space shrunk around her as she panicked. Suddenly, it was as if she were Alice and had eaten the cake to make her grow instantly, filling up the trunk. She felt her bitter shivers increase as she panicked and blood left her extremities. She closed her eyes and decided to focus on the other obvious problem she was being faced with instead of falling victim to a panic attack. She moved her hands over her aching body, feeling her clothes torn, shredded almost. She could feel the tattered ends of her shirt hanging open. She flexed her muscles that felt tender but not wounded. She closed her eyes, trying to recall the last thing she could. Her thoughts seemed stuck, as if the gears in her mind required oiling. Everything was hazy, except her heartbeat, which pounded fierce enough that she could feel it in her socks. Scratch that. Tattered socks. Her toes dangled from the ends of them. I've been raped. The statement rolled off her lips as a subtle whisper, but it felt as if it weighed a ton once it hung in the air around her. Abruptly, as if sent on a twisted path beyond her control, her mind thought about the recent summer still fresh and warm on her skin. She thought about how she dated Jimmy Stratton, who had waited eight months for them to lose their virginities together. It had happened on a hot August afternoon, lazily by a river near his parents' house. She remembered how it felt. It was not great, considering the effort that went into making it a perfect experience, but also she recalled how violated she had felt afterward. That feeling of violation was suddenly fresh in her mind. She felt the tears slipping silently down her cheeks. How had this happened? Where had she been? She pushed her mind, flexing it as she had with her muscles, desperate to recall something. Her memories were going back days, not hours. It didn't matter what she could remember. She knew that girls who woke up in trunks, sore and exhausted with clothes ripped to shit, had been kidnapped and raped. There was also a real possibility of torture. She thought about the pain involved in torture and decided instantly, cringing with disgust, she would be a good girl. She would do whatever her cruel attacker wanted. She wanted to live. She planned it out in her mind as the car rumbled along the road. She would live through this. Then, she would recover from her PTSD by becoming a nun or a monk. She puzzled over whether girls could become monks, swearing she had seen something about female monks. 
Her thoughts slowed along with the tires of the car, stopping altogether as it did. She felt panicked and decided fake sleeping might buy her a little time. It would at least get her a few answers, as most were less guarded around sleeping people. She felt her body relax as she pretended to be unconscious, but her muscles refused to play along. They twitched, wanting to come to life and fight for her freedom. She knew she would never get back the memories, and with the state of her clothing, she didn't truly care if she ever got them back. What terrified her was the possibility of making any new memories with her attacker. She heard the car go into park. She heard the parking brake. The keys pulled from the starter. Driver door opened. Feet crunched down on the gravel.